This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening and welcome to another weekly episode of that brave and lovable footballing podcast after extra time. I am your host this week, Jacko, the Millwall one, the um, the enjoying one today, I think, uh, but you'll find out why a little bit later on. I'm also joined by um, another happy co-host this week, Jack. How are we, Jack? Yeah, I'm all good. Obviously, yeah. uh, we'll explain why, but obviously I yeah. can't be sad this week because Derby didn't play, so... no. Yeah, all is no, well. team, no team you could lose to this week, eh? Exactly. Um, and, and with us is the um, <coughs> butler, um, Mr. Adam Green. How are we, mate? Yeah, good evening, you pair of fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sound a bit upset, mate. Do you want to tell us why? No, mate, I'm upset, mate. I'm happy, happy mate. I'm just getting ready for that FA Cup to sit in the cabinet, boys. I've oh, okay. polished it, you know. Yeah. How's, um, how's your Champions League preparations going for next season? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Yeah. We're working on it. Yeah, it's going to be quite difficult in Europa League, isn't it, next year for Champions League football? Uh, hey, boys, you can pipe up when you're in the Prem. Until, <laughs> until then, let's keep it stung. Tell, well, tell you what, if I had a pound for every time someone said pipe up when you're in the Prem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I, think, I think we'd be able to run clubs, Jack, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, I could buy Derby. And get <laughs> well, buy Derby. Jack could buy Derby now, mate. No more to sell it in for a quick. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's start off at the King Power, shall we? Um, because for those of you that, that weren't aware leading up to today, um, there were three teams uh, fighting for two Champions League spots. You had Chelsea in third, Liverpool in fourth, and Leicester in fifth. And the stipulations were that Leicester had to better Chelsea and Liverpool's results in order to uh, qualify for the Champions League. Final results at the end of the day were uh, Crystal Palace nil, uh, sorry, Liverpool 2, Crystal Palace nil, Aston Villa 2, Chelsea 1, and Liverpool 2, Spurs 4, which meant that Leicester missed out on Champions League football this season. Um, Greeny, we'll start with you as the Leicester fan himself. Um, Describe today's result because for 78 minutes, Leicester looked comfortable, looked like they were going to get a Champions League spot. And then what I can only describe as sort of 10, 15 minutes of just chaos has cost them a Champions League spot. How, how, how do you think Leicester fans are reacting to that news now? 
Uh, mate, like I said to you before, before we just logged on here, mate, Leicester fans will be pissed off probably till tonight, mm. tomorrow. But after that, mate, they, they, it won't matter. It won't matter. If, if it, like I said, if it started the season, mate, you said to us, you can have the FA Cup and, and the fifth spot, we would have took you, ripped your hand off. Yeah. You know, it is disappointing. We're the longest team in the top four. Um, and it's hard to tech, mate, really. And you've seen it. We, we spoke about it. It's not so long ago, didn't we, when Leicester slipped up and they finished yeah. fifth. And it's the same again. We just can't get over the line, mate. I think we just seem to crumble under mm. a bit of pressure. We're a bit... But, I'm, I'm, mate, I'm not going to be... Tell you a load of bullshit. I'm not that pissed off. Champions League, yeah, fantastic. If we get in it, it's a massive stage. But I'll settle for Europa League. An FA Cup win. And I'll, Yeah, settle for that, mate. Yeah. Um, what, Jack, for you, what sort of situations Brendan Rodgers in now because that's consecutive seasons where Leicester have been happily in the Champions League spots going into the last sort of two or three games of the season and consecutive seasons now they've they've missed out is that something that would concern him as, as a manager or do you think that's a case of bad luck or results or not enough squad in debt as squad depth what, what what do you think that might be the cause for it? Yeah, maybe a bit of everything rolled in, to be fair. I mean, like you said, it was, it was a mad end to the game and maybe not enough, you know, squad, squad depth maybe, maybe lack of key players at the right times and stuff like that. I think I think he'll be fine, really. I think it's just a case of of, of Leicester probably where where they're sort of at on merit, you know, that, that mm. same where you are where you are at the end of the season. I think no disrespect to Leicester, no disrespect to Greeny. If Leicester win the Champions League, they're probably sort of not above their weight sort of thing but I think Europa League is about par for where they should be really but I mean I get what Greeny's saying about um, sorry George just landed the opening in our house um, <laughs> probably an angry Leicester fan found yeah, out where you live Jack it's a ghost yeah <laughs> um, the Leicester ghost no but um, I get what Greeny's saying but I think that you've got to be it's not so much where they finished it's where um it's got a mind of its own. Um, <laughs> it's not so much where they finished, it's how they ended up fifth, I think, that's the most frustrating thing. And obviously yeah. it happened again last season. So I think I think the thing is you've got to look at as well, is from my point of view as a Leicester fan, mate, is we're not a big club like Liverpool. Yeah, well, Chelsea. that's what I meant, that's what I and, meant by and, because yeah. weight sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And the thing is, Liverpool and Norbert and Chelsea, mate, have got players to turn a game. We haven't got that. We really haven't got that, mate. Especially with Harvey Barnes out, who brought Spark, you know, and uh, we've had uh, James Justin out near enough the old season. We just haven't got enough players there to step up to the plate. Do you know what I mean? It's it's just one of them things. But we probably could have done, signed a lot better players if we did get Champions League, which is where you can look at it and think, shit, and hell. We could, we could be signing better, bigger and better players, but... Do you, do you still think, though, that even with an FA Cup win and a Europa League spot, that you'd still be able to attract players for that club? Bearing in mind, it's it's oh. a it's a back-to-back top five um, place finish. Mm. You've then added an FA Cup to a Premier League that you've won in the last five years. So there is yeah. sort of, you know, constant success at that club. Leicester mm. itself, with what the chairman is doing and, and what the chairman's son is now doing, over the last sort of... T- uh, 10 years or so they've established themselves as a community club 
uh, a family club that adds that bit more. Do you do you still think they'd be able to bring in those players? I think they will, Jacko. Yeah, I think Leicester are on the map a bit more now, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And the manager we've got, Brendan, is a quality manager. And, and mate, again, we're bringing success. We've got we've got FA Cup, Premier League. You've got to look at Arsenal, Spurs. They're big clubs, mate. But mm. I don't think many big players want to go there. If you look yeah. where they finish in the table, for me, where Spurs has just finished seventh. Yeah. That's a horrid season. Arsenal, eighth. And they're in that shitty new Europa League crap. Yeah. You know, would they really want to go and play in a Mickey Mouse Europa League? What, in the actual Europa League? I don't know, mate. I know I said Europa League's a Mickey Mouse competition, but I'm, I'd scale that to the Champions League. But to scale that to that sort of conference Europa thing, I just think that's you're not going to gain any players in there. No, that's fair enough. Um, just just parting words for you, Greeny, on, on Wes Morgan, obviously. He's now retiring at mm. the end of... He's now retired um, as the season's finished. Now, you know, just explain to us from a Leicester fan's perspective what a servant to that club he's been. Oh, mate, incredible. Incredible. What a skipper. Put a million pound from, from the Forest. And he's played over 340 games, I think, for Leicester now. So, mate, incredible servant. Lifted the Premier League, lifted the FA Cup. What more could you ask for, mate? Mm. <laughs> you know... Well, so, I yeah, think he's, won, he's he's done yeah. a lot for for Leicester, isn't he? I think they've league one title, championship playoff, and yeah, he's done it all near enough, yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah, he's done it all. And the thing is, mate, he's still staying on. He's got a coaching role in the club, oh, so yeah. at least we'll still see him. So yeah, yeah good. and uh, quick shout out Christian Fuchs, who's leaving as well. That's yeah. a bit of a shame, but mm. but again, a great servant to the club. Well, you know, the fact that he's he him and Borgham can both turn around and say they've got Premier League winners medals. Mm. There's always something that they're going to be able to cherish. And obviously everyone remembers the um, famous press conference after they'd won it with him and Kasper Schmeichel bombing into the press room and pouring champagne over <laughs> Ranieri's head. Yeah, yeah. Class. Um, just quickly, Jack, moving on to Spurs. Um, you know, this is potentially the last time that Spurs fans could see Harry Kane in the Spurs shirt. Um, how big a task is it for or this summer, to be able to find someone. Then, because, you know, logically, they're not going to be able to find either Harry Kane. But how much how much of a challenge is that going to be for Spurs this season if Kane does go and, you know, trying to replace the, the goals that they've lost? Because ultimately, he's won them a golden boot again this year. I think it was a joint one with, with Salah a couple of seasons ago. The rumours are that he's heading to Manchester City. You know, it's going to be a big task for Spurs. And, and do you think if they can't find that, they're going to be a sort of mediocre club like they were back in the early 2000s? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to find um, where they're they going to get those goals from, really. Mm. Um, I can't see any of the player, current players they've got stepping up to the mark and, and scoring as many goals as he did and... I just, yeah, I think they're going to struggle. I think you, you've seen that today. Um, sorry, you've seen it at times. Um, there's only so many times, you know, a player can get you out of shit and stuff like that. And I think there's, it's a massive rebuilding job at Spurs, whoever, yeah. if, whether it's Mason or whether it's someone else going in there in the summer. Who, who do you see being the Spurs manager next season? If I'm honest, I, 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 I think it's a tough one. Um, yeah. 
I know that a lot of people were saying Nuno, but then I heard that Nuno they'd ruled him out and he wasn't what they were looking for. So I honestly, honestly don't know. I reckon maybe someone from abroad, uh, maybe in Europe somewhere. I don't know really where as of yet. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it'd be someone from the Premier League. I don't think anyone who's currently at a managerial job in the Premier League will go to Spurs. Um, and I don't think anyone who's leaving. Um, we'll go to Spurs. I think it'll be someone from Europe. I'm not sure where at the minute. Uh, yeah. But like I said, I think that whoever goes there has got a massive job on their hands and needs to to uh, needs to be aware of that going into it as well. Because like you say, having to replace Kane is, is huge, really. I mean, I mean, I, I, I just can't see where or how they're going to sort of get some of those goals back. I just can't. I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, Greeny for you. Um, mm. Obviously, Villa... Sorry, actually, no, I'll give this to Jack. Um, Villa played Chelsea today um, and surprisingly, in my opinion, beat Chelsea 2-1. Um, Jack, Tuchel's first, I think it's Tuchel's first away defeat uh, for Chelsea this season. Are you disappointed with not finishing uh, more, more strongly than they should have done, bearing in mind they've got the Champions League final coming up? Yeah, I think recently they're, they, they're not teared off as such, but they've not been as defensively sound as they were when Tuchel first came. Um, mm. I'm not sure why that is. Uh, obviously, they lost the FA Cup final last week as well, which obviously isn't great for confidence and things like that as well. So, yeah, I expected them to beat Villa today. I think the first half they were on top, and then obviously the goal came. Poor defender from a corner from... Uh, Obviously, no one was picking Traore up, but um, they were sort of on top of the whole game. They just didn't seem to really create any sort of concrete chances. Um, mm. I suppose it says that a little bit. Chilwell was your only goal scorer on the day, and I think he had a chance right towards the end as well, which Martino made a good save as well. So, you know, I think you've got to be looking at Havertz and Werner and Ziyech and asking more for them next season. Personally, I think, more, especially Werner, you know, he's got to convert more of his chances next season. Um, you know, he's had this season now to sort of bed in as has Ziyech and Havertz. I think Havertz at, t- at times has been has been good. Um, Ziyech, I'm yet to really see his full potential. Um, I just, I'm, I, I wouldn't be com- that confident going to the Champions League final the way they played today. And then you look at Manchester City result where they, they put five past Everton and I mean, obviously form but just sort of out the window in the final. But I mean, it would fill you with a, a massive amount of confidence the way they played sort of today and uh, the way they took their chances and the way that Man City took their chances. Mm. Um, Greeny, for you, mm. uh, Liverpool obviously cemented their, their top four spot with a win against Palace on the last day. Um, sigh of relief for Jurgen Klopp to finish in the top four this year and, and do they sort of look at where they went wrong in the summer with regards to investment as a sort of priority for next season? I think, oh yeah, it's a massive sigh of relief. Um, I'm sure Liverpool fans would take third, mate, at the end of the season. It's, it, I mean, the miss Van Dijk, it, it, I think everyone will agree on that. Hmm. Investment weren't the best, but, mate, they've done the job, they've finished third. It was always going to be hard to uh, win it back-to-back. I always thought it was going to be hard for them. I knew Man City would step the game up, and uh, but mate, I'm sure if you ask any Liverpool fan, they would have they would take third all day yeah. after the after the ropey ropey games they had. They had a really long 
losing streak, and you think shit to nil. But I never had no doubt today that they wouldn't they wouldn't win. I hundred yeah. percent knew Liverpool will get up that yeah. Champions League spot. Even with their history against Palace? Yeah, even with that, mate. Palace have been dreadful this year. And uh, I think it's good that Roy's stepping down. It's time for a change at, at Palace, mate. Yeah. Um, just just going on to that, I know I know we've all sort of been not the best sort of Palace fans with regards to how they've played football. But can you just sort of sum up what, what Roy's done in the game? You know, he, the, the, the guy's obviously stepping down. Uh, from his role at Palace, but you know it's been a, a remarkable career that's seen him go from Blackburn to to Finland or Norway or Sweden somewhere in, in uh, Scandinavia. Came back with Fulham, got them to a Europa League final. Obviously, was given the English uh, job in a tumultuous time, but he, he has been a great servant to football. Do you not think? Hey, yes, mate. Yeah, I give him. A, but he, he has been a great servant. But for me, he's not. He's getting older, and mm. the games get and the games getting newer. If that makes sense, so I just think these older managers now have got to step the game up, and mm. it's a bit hard, mate. They've got to set ways. Would I want him at my club? No, I think he's quite boring. I don't think he's got much about him. To be, that's my opinion on him. Yeah, yeah. But for a servant to a football mate, he's yeah, he's up there. Um, well, let's go through the rest of the the Premier League fixtures because, to, to be fair. Those three games were the only ones that had any sort of interest for the end of the season. I will make a couple of special mentions at the end, though. Um, so we'll go through the fixtures. Uh, Arsenal beat Brighton 2-0, um, which obviously, as discussed, has meant that Arsenal have now got into the Europa League Conference or Europa Conference League, um, which obviously is its inaugural season next year. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Um, Newcastle beat Fulham 2-0, which is a shame that it, the season sort of ended the way it did because it would have been quite interesting to see that as as the game, you know, for a while we were all saying that it could go down to the wire between Fulham and Newcastle of who'd stay up. But fair play to Newcastle. They've, they've got their players back. They've turned around their results. Joe Willock scored again today. He's now sharing a record with Alan Shearer, which stood since 1996. He scored in seven consecutive Premier League games. Uh, Leeds uh, managed a 3 1 win against West Brom. Um, Jack, obviously, Sam Allardyce um, announced that he was resigning at the end of the season. Um, well, is it sort of a similar position for Roy, that he's in with Roy Hodgson um, as to what Green has alluded to is the fact that their, their sort of way of playing is, is slowly dying out? And a lot more possession-based and quick counter-attacking football is is certainly the way to go. Where where do you see Allardyce going now? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with, with Greeny. I think there's sort of a new new wave of, of how to play and a new wave of upcoming managers coming through. You know, <clears throat> um, it's a lot more tactical, a lot more statistic-based, and a lot more there's a lot more depth and analysis that goes into it these days than obviously how it was back then and. Um, I think for Allardyce, you know, he'd probably you know, go away, enjoy the summer, whatever, and then sort of potentially where he was sort of at with the West Brom job last time, maybe a job like that where someone's mm. struggling down the bottom, bottom end of the prem, they need someone to sort of try and steer the ship. I know he didn't do that at West Brom, and we were obviously shocked at the decision to let Billich go, yeah. which was completely fair. Um, but, you know, it was a sinking ship that Allardyce took over, really. Mm. Um, we were obviously massively shocked at the decision as well. Um, obviously, that's gone. That's happened now. Um, 
so yeah, I think that's, it's only really the job I can sort of see him doing. Maybe, yeah. drop, maybe I don't see him dropping down to the champ. Maybe, maybe a, a top end club at the championship. But I don't understand why you take your manager if you're near the top of the championship. So, mm. um, but yeah, I think potentially a, a team that's struggling down at the bottom of the Prem or something. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it could could be the last job he has in, in yeah. football. Really, um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Manchester City uh, beat Everton 5-0 today in Sergio Aguero's last game for Manchester City. He's going off to Barcelona um, to be part of that legacy there. I mean, Jack, for you, Aguero, where do you rank him as, as one of the best, if not the best strikers in the Premier League that you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of, if not the best, I completely agree with that. I think he's been, in the sort of 10 years or so that he's been there, he's been absolutely phenomenal. Um, won a lot under, uh, under, well, say under Pep, but under a few more as well. Yeah, he's just been, you know, used, used to give him sort of half a yard or a yard, and he was, you, you sort of knew it was going in the back of the already. He's got a range of strikes in him, you know, with his head, left foot, right foot, in the box, out of the box. You know, I think it was fitting today that he scored two. He signed off with a win, and yeah, I think he'll go down as a club legend. They will go down as a Premier League legend for, for sure. He's definitely one of the best strikers to ever play the game in the Premier League. Greeny, same sort of thing for you. What, what do you make of Aguero? Obviously, I know you've talked about the, the Aguero moment by Martin Tyler and the, yeah. the way that he won that league with, with Man City that year. But to you, what you know, where does he stand amongst the, the, the sort of greats of this? Yes, I know people say that it's football before the Premier League, but this Premier League era that we've grown up with, where does he rate with you amongst the best? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm with Jack. I'm really, I'm with Jack. He's, he's up there, mate. Um, he, he, he don't have sort of, not many names up there, mate. I mean, Shearer, Aguero. Mate, in my day and age, it's got to be Aguero. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think you'll see any better come in the Premier League, to be honest. And him, mm. and it'll be a massive blow. And he's joining a Barca team. What's that's a sinking ship if uh, to me. I don't think they're great anymore. So maybe he'll just he's gone there to try his game out there, and that's it. You know, get his money. Yeah. Okay, um, last three games of the, the uh, Premier League um, before we sign off with the Premier League for this season. Uh, Sheffield United beat Burnley 1-0. West Ham secured a Europa League spot. I think it's their highest league position since 1999. Where they, they've finished sixth and they're now in the Europa League. And I hate to say that, but congratulations, West Ham. He says behind a four small. Um they beat Southampton 3-0 and uh, Nuno ended his Wolves stint as manager uh, with a 2-1 defeat to Manchester United. Greeny for you, Nuno, what, how, how do you rate him as a sort of manager with what he's done for Wolves since he came in? Mate, class for what he's done for Wolves. I mean, we all seen where they were before he took over, mate, and it looked like they were going down to League One at one stage. Mm. Um, he's came in, brought, brought some top players in um, and it's a shame to see him go... I think he'll get a job easy enough, mate. Whether that's in the Prem or not, it's you know. I don't think he'll like Jack said. Spurs don't want him. Maybe, mate. Maybe Crystal Palace. Maybe. Well, this is the thing because um, I sat there and instinctively said Nuno to Spurs. I just thought that fit would be good, but apparently he's turned around and he said that he is feeling a bit homesick and he is wanting to sort of get back to see his family, which I think is fair enough. Do you, do you think after that period that he would come back into the Premier League? 
mate. I think he will. It's the best football in the world, so everyone says. So he's going to want another shot at it, isn't he? Whether that's with a bigger club, that's that's to be seen. But I think, yeah, he's doing the right thing, mate. I, I, but I do feel now, mate, Wolves will struggle. Mm. Whoever they bring in, I think it's yeah, a big yeah. boost to fill. I think it's a bit like filling Fergie's boots at United. Not as big, but similar sort of level, if you know what I mean. They've got to yes. fill his boots, mate, and it's going to be difficult. No, I totally agree with that. And I, I, I don't... I don't think Wolves will drop off as quickly as, as say, Sheffield United, but I do think they are going to be in a... I do, I do think they're going to have a few over the next sort of... I'll tell you what, though, mate. As a, as a shout, I could probably see Bielsa going to Wolves. No, no I can't yeah. see that, mate, to be honest. I think with how well Leeds are doing, and Leeds, you know, first, first season in Premier League football for a while, finished with the top 10 position, I, I can't see Bielsa going there, to be honest. What, yeah. what what made you think that then? I don't know, mate. It's just something that says to me, Bielsa's going to go Wolves. I don't know. I, I, more established club in the Prem at the minute. Yeah. I don't know, mate. Money. I, don't, I, I just I just thought, just come into my head, Bielsa, Wolves. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, mate, if he did go Wolves, they'll be a force. I think yeah. Wolves, obviously, are not a better side now than Leeds, but they obviously were, from going off last season, they were quality Wolves. Yeah. And we've seen it, but... I don't know, it's going to be... I don't think Bielsa will stay at Leeds. I know I'm moving on to Leeds, but I can't see him staying there, mate. I think some club's going to come in for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll watch this space with eagerness until Green's proven. uh, Yeah, just watch this space. I've got another crazy, crazy, crazy one. Oh, go on then. But I reckon one of the first managers next year to get the sack from the Prem is, is Thomas Tuchel. Right. You've heard that here first. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> while we just quickly get over the, the ludicrous thoughts that Mr. Green has had, let's go through Jack. Let's get a bit of <laughs> sensibleness back into this show. Um, the Football League playoffs have been happening this week. Um, and I don't know about you two, but I've thoroughly enjoyed A, having fans back in the ground, B, no VAR coming across, and C, I, I, for me personally, player football is some of the best football in the English football league to to witness the, the sort of the tension that you have for these last two games. Um, so, Jack, we'll start with you. We'll go with uh, League Two playoffs first. Um, Morecambe, for the first time in their hundred and one year career in football, have got a chance of playing in the third tier. How big a day is that for Morecambe to get that far? Yeah, that's massive. Um, is it? <sighs> I watched the second leg this afternoon. Um, yeah. And yeah, like you say, I think just before I go on to that game, echo everything you said, like having fans back is, is amazing and hopefully it's the start of having more and more fans back in the ground and um, like you say, I think player football, I know firsthand and I know you do as well with Millwall, yeah. but the t- there's, there's nothing like it. Um, the playoffs are amazing and um, I've, I've been on the end of some heartbreaks recently, especially with Derby and been to Wembley couple of times and lost both times which is obviously a shame but yeah um, yeah Morecambe it's a massive massive just as you say that Forest Green have just scored against Newport to make it oh wow okay um, yeah sorry going back to Morecambe um, they were fighting literally fighting relegation last season mm. um, and to now be in a playoff final and a one game away from the third tier is absolutely incredible uh, yeah. and 
all credit goes to Morecambe and Derek Adams. He's done an absolute turnaround job there. They were down and buried last season. Yeah. They, they, they stayed up and now to go from where they were to uh, a playoff final is that what a job and yeah, I mean it's absolutely huge and uh, and I, I don't see no reason why they can't win at Wembley, whether they be playing Forest Green or Newport. Um, I think, like I said, I think I said on here a couple of weeks ago on the pod that they were unlucky to you know not go up automatically really with um, mm. how some of their fixtures ended. But yeah, it's, it's an amazing job that is really. Oh my god, it's two, oh! it's, it's two nil Forest Green. Oh wow! So literally, as as we speak about it, that is yeah, the, yeah. the playoffs summed up, and it's just. Did uh, Greeny call Forest Green last week? Didn't he? Yes, mate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking praise too highly because out of your ones that you've called, I don't think you've got many. No, I think apart, from, apart from Swansea, I think that's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it is. <laughs> I'd fucking pipe down if I were you. I was going to say, there's a lot longer. There's only eight minutes gone in this game as well. So well, that that sounds like. But again, as, as as Jack has just said, these are what make these games amazing, and long may they continue. Um, Mr. Green, for you, we'll go to Friday. Um, probably, probably one of the best games, or well, almost one of the best games, I think, so far this season for the playoffs. Blackpool against Oxford finished three all on the mm. night. They won six three on aggregate. I mean, it's fantastic mm. for Blackpool as a club. And I, I will give a shout out to to Yates, the the goal scorer, or the, the goal scorer for the third goal for Blackpool. Um, a lovely tribute uh, to the lad who. Unfortunately, passed away from a, a lightning strike the other week. It was a, an amazing tribute to him and his family, and, and well played to Blackpool for doing that. But but going on to the game itself, what what a fantastic result that is for Blackpool, Green. Yeah, yeah, it was a good game, mate. I watched that, and uh, that was proper football, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. End to end stuff, and uh, mate, fair play to Blackpool. They're on the up, mate. Mm. And I'll tell you what, we're in for a great final. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. And, and mate, and I reckon those Blackpool, if they go up, I reckon I wouldn't write them off to do it again, mate. I really wouldn't. Well, we have seen a, a time and time again teams go through the playoffs that get promoted. They they have that momentum carrying the following season because you know they're, they're on such a high. Um, Jack, what about Oxford and Carl Robinson? Obviously, he's been been part of that club for a while. Do do you think he can come back from that, or do you feel it's a a case where he's done what he can with that club and he, he needs to go somewhere else. Maybe one last time. One last mm. <laughs> one last dance. Um, one yeah. last time. <laughs> the, la- the last dance. Yeah, maybe the last dance. Um, I think I think as we've seen with both um sort of relegation and, and playoff football that um mo- mentally it takes a toll on on probably not just the players, obviously more physically for players, but mentally for managers, it, it, it takes its toll. Um, I know the Rotherham, Rotherham gaffer was was talking about how when they got relegated, he didn't know if he could at the moment. He didn't know if he was going to come back and and be the manager uh, for the start of the season. So yeah, yeah I'm sure. Obviously, <laughs> Greeny will probably know being a Sunday league gaffer, but with his team going to the final, he probably don't. I get, he don't get any. Uh, nervousness or stress or anything like that he's probably all smiles and all that so yeah but I mean being a manager is quite a stressful job in itself you know you can be doing well and you get sacked um, yeah. so it's not the easiest of jobs and um, yeah I think one more go then maybe for Oxford um, I think 
one more blast to see where they're at. And, uh, you know, Cor Robertson's been around as well. So I'm sure even if he does leave Oxford, I'm sure he'll probably end up at another football league club. Well, let's move on to the second game of the, in League One. Um, Sunderland uh, played at home against Lincoln and, and won 2-1 on the day, but unfortunately lost 2-1 in aggregate. Again, I, I know this is probably going to echo echo Morecambe and, and what they've done and how they've managed to build themselves up. But what a fantastic experience for Lincoln. You know, the, they were in the, the Vanarama National League four or five years ago. They're now on the verge of they're 90 minutes away from being in the Championship. It's a massive thing for that club and that, that place, isn't it? Go on, Greeny. I thought you were going to go. Yeah, mate, I'll go. Well, yeah, yeah, it is, mate. It's massive for them. I mean, the Cowley brothers started it all off, as we all remember. Yeah. Um, and they left it in the great shape, mate. My my mate, Appleton's come in, mate, and he's done great, mm. you know. And, and I think he's the right man for that job now. Um Mate, I really, really, really want to see him beat Blackpool. No disrespect to Blackpool, but I really want to see him in a champ. Mm. It's just—it's an incredible story from where they've come from to where they are now. Mm. So I just want to see him in there, mate. I want to see Appleton in the championship. And it's nice to see these smaller clubs now getting promoted. Yes. And it's not. And, and mate, and, and touching on Sunderland, Jacko, what a job that is, mate. Whoever's got it, I know uh, Johnson's there. Mate, the Johnson's minute, there, yeah. Yeah, mate, he's got a job on his hands. Well, that, that was going to be my next my next thing to you. You know, where where mm. does Sutherland go from here? Because obviously, you know they've they've well, they've steadied the ship to a certain extent. They they're continuously mm. in the sort of top six of, the, of League One, but for that club, it's not a League One club. It shouldn't mm. be there. Where, where where does Sunderland go from here now? I don't think they can sack him. I really don't, mate. I think he's got to be the man to take him up. If any, um, yeah. you can't you can't keep sacking managers. I think. They've got to start looking at the players. Mm. But they seem to get this far every time, mate, and bottle it. I don't know yeah. what's, what's going through their head. or, But, I mean, that white missed a, a sitter, which could have put them through. Yeah, I was... I, I was seen that. I must admit, I was screaming at him to square it. I really, yeah, really it was. Yeah, just greed, weren't it? Yeah. Um, and especially seeing as... It was... I know for a centre-forward, it's not easy to be at the back to try and defend the corner. But, you know, obviously, it was it went over him. To, mm. to set up Lincoln's goal, um, obviously it's a, a big thing for them to sort of try and rebuild from there. But do you think Sunderland have got a chance of, of getting there again, or do you think they can go no, there mate. next season? No, I think they'll stay. I, I yeah. don't see Sunderland a big club anymore, mate. I think okay. League One's I think League One's their level. Yeah, I don't. I, I think they'll be around the playoffs again next season. Hundred yeah. percent. I think uh, this is this is one of the main reasons though why I was so thrilled and happy that Derby didn't get relegated because I think that this is a serious danger as to what can happen if you get... Well, this is the thing. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people write off League One as a sort of a sort of intermediate league, but mm. the way that, that the Championship has progressed now into the fact that it's such a tight league to get out of for those that get relegated from the Premier League, I feel League One is going that same way. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, back in, in the late 2008, uh, sorry, late 2000s, early 2010s, you had the likes of Leicester, Southampton, Norwich, Leeds, Millwall, um, all these whole, you know, all, all of these Championship and Premier League clubs, Huddersfield, they were all in League One and that was such a tough division to get out of. And now they've all gone up to the next level, but it's replaced with the likes of Peterborough who've gone up, Ipswich, Charlton, Sunderland, Portsmouth, Lincoln, Blackpool, Oxford, 
you know, they've all sort of merged into this sort of tight, really tough top 10 that you need to get out of. And especially with the fact that Sheffield Wednesday have gone down, Wickham have gone down, Rotherham have gone down. They all know how to get out of League One. It's going to be tough for them to sort of try and fight again. I do think League One football is getting a lot better and a lot better than it used to be without a shadow. Um, I just feel it's it's a better standard of football now, and I do think it is tough to get out of. I think League Two sort of going the same way as well. I think like, I think it all feels yeah. the same as well. I think you, you look at all those leagues, and you know you've got teams like even like Harrogate when they came up and that they held their own. Forest Green were a non-league team, and now they're well, Tranmere the same. You look well, at yeah, exactly. they, they were they got relegated. They were in there for a couple of seasons. Now they're back in the playoffs. Yeah. Obviously, they not they lost this weekend, but yeah. But I've always seen it as. It's easier to get out of League Two and harder to stay in League One because of that difference with four relegated and four promoted teams. Yeah. It's so harder to stay in League One because you have that extra pressure of making sure you now finish fifth or sixth bottom instead of finishing third bottom or fourth bottom on goal difference. It's just it's horrible. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree that I think football in itself has sort of gone down the, the pyramid and he's certainly getting better because you know you look at some of the League 2 results and some of the League 2 teams are beating Premier League sides w- Wimbledon did it against West Ham in the FA Cup the other year how many people have expected that um, but we are going to talk about the Championship and um, the game that I'm more happy about than, than others uh, Brentford beat Bournemouth Jack uh, 3-1 I mean I, I, it was a fascinating game what did you make of it? Well I actually Miss this game because <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I like my own game of football, but um, I was delighted to come back at full time in my game to see that uh, Brentford had gone through. Uh, mm. I know there was a bit of bit of drama. There was a couple of goals, a penalty, a red card. I think yeah, yeah. Um, Meth, was it Methan that got sent off as well. Yeah, he got sent off for the most blatant rugby tackle I've ever seen on a football pitch. Yeah, I saw some. Um, I saw some comments from. Uh, Woodgate after the game yeah. saying that um, he wasn't happy with stuff and it was like everyone else completely agreed with it and he didn't um, which no. <laughs> doesn't surprise me but yeah um, I'm thrilled that Brentford are there and I'm, I, part of me hopes they get over the line against Swansea in the final yeah. um, I think they've been teetering on the brink of it for, for a season or two now and um, even the fact that I don't like Woodgate as well also helps out <laughs> our decision as well but, um, <laughs> well so am I <laughs> be fair, you two gave me a load of shit for Tindall getting the job. He kept him sixth, and Woodgate managed to steer the ship and keep it up. But they've obviously not won, so you know what can you say apart from the fact that Woodgate can't get him over the line? Yeah, um, I completely agree with that. I just think yeah, Woodgate's a bit of a tosser, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they bottled it. What, what's now Greedy turn around and say next week Jonathan Woodgate's going to be on the show and he's listening to this week. Well, no, I thought <laughs> Greedy's going to say Jonathan Woodgate's linked with Spurs or Palace. Yeah. <laughs> um, Greeny, for you, honestly, yeah, uh, were the sort of talk of the town for Championship football this season. You know, they survived relegation mm. on the last day, beating Brentford um, to stay up and now they got themselves into the playoffs. Unfortunately, they lost to a Swansea side 2-1 on aggregate. Drew one all on the day. I mean, how big a, a result is that for Barnsley just in itself, and that 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 city to, or town to get into the playoffs for the, the chance to get to the Premier League? Oh, mate, it's massive. Like you say, from where they have been, you know, they've been in relegation battles for, for season after season. You know, um, 
it's disappointing, though. It really is disappointing, mate, because like, I would have liked to have seen Barnsley go up. I think they're probably the standout team of the season for me. Well, mm. Probably on merit, mate, you would have put them in the Premier League. You know? Yeah. And will it happen next year? I don't think so. I think the team's coming down and much stronger than what went down really this year, apart from Norwich and Watford. But I reckon, like, you know, West Brom, even Sheffield might be a force. I, I think it'll be a lot harder. Yeah. Derby might be better, to be fair. Forest might be better. So I think it's going to be a lot tougher for Barnsley to be there. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're down the bottom end of the table next season. Yeah. And, and just quickly, Granny, Swansea. Yeah. Obviously, got to the player final. You know, mm. a big chance for them to get back into the Premier League. Can mm. you see them beating Brentford, or do you think Brentford are the better side out of the, those two contesting the final? Mate, I think it'll be tight. Mm. I really, I wouldn't want to put money on it. I yeah. think Brentford are probably the better football inside, but Swansea seem to grind out them results. Mm. So, but I, want, but I have heard, mate, that, that Steve Cooper might be. Is it Steve Cooper who's in charge of yes. Swansea? Yeah, he might be joining West Bromwich Albion. Okay, I've seen that today. So, well, that would make more sense. I think that would make more sense if they don't get promoted. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, mate. The last thing, yeah, I think the West. You know, he could go West Brom, but for Natalie Sawyer's sake, mate, I think I'd have to probably say Brentford (laughs) to go up. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so just before we get onto our main topic, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm really sad. I'm always excited to do this at the end of the season. First, I've had a request from Phil, one of our avid listeners and friends of the show. Phil has asked us to give a shout out to uh, non-league finals day. Um, uh, what this is, um, it's it's sort of like a T20 finals day in the terms of football. So the FA Vars and the FA Trophy finals sponsored by Build Base, are held at Wembley uh, for one day of the season. Both finals are on the same day. And it was yesterday, or it was supposed to be yesterday. Um, Phil would like to give us a shout-out to non-league football. I think it's fitting. I actually watched one of the games. <laughs> oh, because did you watch the... Hornchurch. Hornchurch, the... uh, Hereford. No. Yeah. 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 Hereford. Did Hereford lose that? Yeah, they, yeah, they did. Yeah, big... While you're on that subject, we have actually got a non-league player coming on the show. Oh, okay, um, cool. Who played? Who played yesterday in the cup final for Hereford, oh. and he actually he, he actually scored as well. Um, nice. So yeah, we got we have got coming up is Tom Owen Evans. Oh, okay, cool. So there we go, Phil. Listen hey. out for that one. Yes, mate. Yeah, it was, it was a good game, but I I just turned it on out of. Out of curiosity, uh, to be fair, I do try and look out for it most years. You know, I think even the first game, which was Warrington Rylands against Binfield. Binfield, yeah, which is imagine a club like that going to Wembley. It's just this, yeah, yeah, you know. So that's that's um, unreal. And shout out to you know Warrington for for winning that and uh, in three two. I think the guy that scored a hat trick was the first guy that scored a hat trick in that final for. I think, so, like, I think something like the sixties as well. So that's that's a massive moment for him, but. Um, yeah, Hereford Hornchurch was a really good game. Hereford won the love, but then Hornchurch ended up scoring uh, an equaliser and then ended up winning three uh, one. Atmosphere was was incredible as well, and it's the first time they've won the, the FA Trophy. So, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to Hornchurch. We will endeavour to do better next season. Hopefully, with the fact that all the fans are back in the grounds, we can get more awareness to it, and we will definitely give a shout out. Might uh, get ourselves down. Uh, <laughs> I would like to say congratulations uh, to Uppingham. Town 
and Harbour South, uh, Harbour Town, and Uppingham um, Town Reserves, and Uppingham Town Reserves. Apologies, Jack. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> um, for con- uh, getting to Harbour Town Sunday League side have got to their final. Which cup final is it, Greeny? We're in the Alliance Trophy final, mate. Alliance Trophy final, and Jack, your boys won their quarter final. No, so we. Um, our first team didn't play yesterday. They'd already gone okay. through. They're unbeaten. They're, yeah. they're playing either th- this Thursday or next Saturday. Um, they're playing Stamford Bells in a, quarter, in a quarterfinal. And we okay. played Orton Rangers reserves yesterday. Uh, we needed to win. And we needed Netherton to beat Long Sutton in order for us to go through to the quarterfinals. And Netherton won 2-1 and we won 5-1. So we're through to the quarterfinals by Huntingdon Town so um, yeah it's a good day for the club actually and it was uh, it was just really nice it's a nice moment after the game where we one of our players knew one of the Neverton players messaged him on Instagram yeah. uh, found out they'd won and our changing room just went mental so yeah <laughs> just, uh, hopefully I mean hopefully Greeny's team win and, and, and win that final and hopefully both our clubs get to the final I mean absolute scenes if we can if both our first team in reserves can, can win a cup that'd be yeah. fucking incredible if we could do the double but yeah Greeny when is your final or much one come along yeah my final mate is the 4th of June on a Friday night and there we, we are playing Markfield we oh, might even Jack yeah. I reckon if we go along mate we'll have to do a Facebook live from the touchline yeah we'll have to do yeah, a, a little, little and if Facebook you do come along half time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah if you come along you will see Greeny turn up in a McLaren 560S <laughs> Uh, sure that what what he means it. is, it will be wrapped around a lamp post and bought on the back <laughs> of a Regal recovery van. <laughs> but but yeah. no, honestly, mate, McLaren's all booked, ready to go. Okay, I'm sh- I'm sure. I mean, uh, I'm sure. Well, obviously, in due course, I'll, I'll drop. Uh, Bobby, Bobby, just on that. Yeah, I'm sorry, Jack. Arbor Town have hit three finals in the last week. Mm. So yeah, well done. Well, it's good. there you go. It's good to hat trick. There we go. So, brilliant news for teams involved. Congratulations to Greeny's team. Congratulations to Jack's team. And congratulations to Hornchurch on winning their FA Trophy at Wembley this weekend. Um, Just before we get on to my favourite topic, and yes, I am going to keep going on about it, uh, quick plug. Um, If you would like to get in touch with us um, to discuss anything football-related or occasionally anything not football-related, by all means, send me an email at afterextratime2020 at gmail.com. Um, we are also on Instagram. We are also on Facebook and we are also on Twitter. Watch this space coming up in the next few weeks because we have got some things big planned for the Euros. Um, we're not going to be travelling because I can't be asked and have no money. Um, but we are going to do some lives and some watch-alongs and all this sort of stuff that we've got planned. It's going to be awesome. And hopefully you can join it, join it with us. Um, time, gentlemen, for the controversy of the day. And no, it's not taking the piss out of the fact that Leicester choked it again. Um, it's team of the season. <sighs> team of the season. We're doing it for the Premier League purely for the fact that I haven't paid as much attention to the Championship I should have, as I should have done. Otherwise, I'd pick a load of Millwall players and Jack might pick a Derby player. <laughs> I don't scored. fucking think so. The way he's played. He scored a goal <laughs> 10 months ago. Um, yeah. So, we, we've got... we've got our, the, the rule is, for those of you that are listening, the rule is you can only have one player per club. 
So we can't fill it for the City, Liverpool, United, Chelsea players or Leicester players, whatever. We can only have one per club. I have had my old man do his one. So I will read this out and this is where we start off. There's a couple of surprises in there that will be quite interesting, but it's his team. So away we go. He's got a 4-2-3-1 gents. So we'll have to discuss that. But he's got Alisson in goal with a back four of Matty Cash from Villa, Fafana from Leicester, Diaz from Man City, Luke Shaw from Man United. He's then got Alan and Neves from Everton and Wolves, respectively, and a front four of Emil Smith-Rowe, Lingard, Mount and Harry Kane. So that is his team of the season. So thank you very much, Dad, for that. I hopefully we'll get some more in. I'm hoping Phil will send his in at some point and we can post that up there as well. I'm sure Greeny will, will post these on Facebook when he gets a chance. I will, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Well, we'll send them to you to go away. So yeah. we're going to start off. What formation are we going with? The three we can choose from. Four, two, three, one. Three, four, three. Or four three three. Probably four three three, is it? Because I reckon we're gonna end up having to fit try and fit more attackers in or wingers in. Okay. Green, are you happy with four three three? Mate, I'm happy, let's go. Okay. So in goal, who are we going with? I've got Emmy Martinez in mind. I don't know about you boys. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. Um Sam Johnston at West Brom. Yeah, or maybe Mendy, or I don't want to use Edison. Green, Greeny won't have Mendy. Greeny won't no, say yes to no. Mendy. Not okay. after that fucking, not after that fucking pillet got sent off today. The dozy cunt. No, he didn't get sent off. You twat. He got injured. Yeah, he got injured. <laughs> I, thought he got, I thought he got sent <laughs> off. No, he, got, he got, got injured. Off. This is great. <laughs> I'm not picking him. He got sent off. Well, no, he got injured. Well, on my list here. Oh, yeah, I've got Martinez from Aston Villa. Yeah. Okay. So. So we're not having Grealish then? Well, I was thinking... See, this is the thing. When I, when, <laughs> when I said Martinez, I was like, shit, I can't have Grealish. And then I was like... Uh, but then you've Grealish, got Foden. Yeah, but you've that's got good Foden and Mount and Madison and I think, I think he has been quite... I think Gre- as, as much as I hate to say this, I think Grealish has been really good this season. He's been a hell of a lot better than he was last season. For yeah, I think I think had he not been injured, he'd be in my team. It's just that yeah. he's been out injured because he was in really good form and then he got injured. He was, yeah, and he, he was missed, out. Missed him like a month or two. So I don't think he'll go to the Euros because of his injury. I, I think I think but, he'll miss out. I, I think he'll go. I think he. I think he's got to take it. Do you think what what Mount Foden and him are going to be the three that go? Yeah, I think so. I think you've got. I think you've got to. I mean, you've got to take Mount. You've got to take Foden. I think you've got to take Greenish as well. I think all three of them. So we've got Emmy Martinez from Aston Villa in goal. Our right back, gentlemen. Oh my god! So okay. you're looking at mm. Walker, Castagna, no, no. Reese James or Azpilicueta from Chelsea. You're looking at Cedric or no. Bellerin from Arsenal. You're looking at Aurier or Matt Doherty from Spurs. You're looking at Nelson Semedo at Wolves. Uh, can't think of the guy who played it right back for West Ham. Well, the, the, player, the player I've got, mm. yeah, the player I've got for mine is uh, João Cancelo. See, I, 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 I see. I, this is what pisses me off because we can only have one player. <laughs> I, I, I want. I, 
if I had the choice, I'd pick De Bruyne, I'd pick Foden, and I'd pick yeah. Diaz. But I don't want I don't want us to have a team no, where it's every player just Man City. There's no fun in it. Are we taking Foden? Are we taking Diaz? Are we taking De Bruyne? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the, this is the thing. We we have to come up with a team that we're all happy with, and I don't think it's going to take one episode to do it. Um, Should we take Kufal? No, he's shit. No, he's not shit. He's been quality. I I wanted to take Suchak, but... Well, let's have a look. I really wanted to take Suchak, but... So, Liverpool, you've got Alexander-Arnold. Leicester, you've got Castagna or Pereira as your options. But then I I want Fafana in the back, because I think Fafana's been... Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Tottenham, you've got Aurier or Doherty. No. Leeds, Ailing at Leeds, or maybe maybe Trich at Dallas as a as a right while well, he played all over, didn't he? But I don't know. Yeah. Everton, you've got Coleman. I might have to come back to right back. We're okay, str- we're struggling, aren't we? Uh, yeah, well, because we're getting down to sort of thirteenth, fourteenth here. Right, who are our two centre backs going to be? I think Fafana's got to go in there. Yeah, I, I agree want, with that. I want Diaz, but then I can't have <laughs> <laughs> and De Bruyne one of them is, both of them be criminal surely not to put them in well oh, I just don't know Greeny what about you for centre-backs who have you, who have you got on your list i got Fafana on mine well that's unanimous well yeah um, have you got any others on your list oh yeah I've got plenty bro who have you got <laughs> give us your, oh god this is terrible give us your list then who have you got <laughs> I've got Fafana yeah Oh. I've also got. He's just written down Harry... for Farnard seven times. No, I've got I've got Harry Maguire down here. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you've been slagging him off all season. I know, I know. I know but... <laughs> and you've put him in there. Oh, yeah, I'm about to put him in. I'm about to put him in. What about Ben Me at Burnley? Who? Ben Me at Burnley. Yeah, I could go with that. They've been fairly solid, to be fair. And they're always I'd consistent. Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. Yeah, either of them, I think. Either of the two centre yeah. halves, they've been. Um, Southampton, Bednarak, Vestergaard. Mm, nah, they have been. They're all right. right I think. Brighton, you've got Ben White, Dan Byrne, Webster, yeah, maybe Wolves, Dan, maybe, Cody. Maybe Dan Byrne, to be fair. He's always been reliable. Everton, have they had a good season? Nah, they can't go in. I don't think Holgate shit. You've had Keane, you've had Nah, you can't have any Villa. Like we've got Villa, haven't we? We've used Villa. Yeah, we've yeah with Martinez. I, I thought uh, Gabriel from Arsenal looked quite good. No, we're not having any Arsenal. Yeah. Well, he's, he's uh, who who else would we have out of Arsenal side? I wouldn't have any. Not even Tierney. Nah, I don't think so. No. He's had a bowler of a season. Isn't he? Well, yeah. I, to be honest, the only two players that are out of Arsenal that would get anywhere near my team of the season would be Tierney or Saka. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't know if Tierney's... Yeah, I mean, maybe Tierney at left-back, yeah. What about could... Laporte? Yeah, but again, it's Man City, isn't it? I mean, if we're going on players, I'd, I'd trick Diaz and he'd be one of the... Yeah, best. Diaz would be without a shadow. But then, do we, do we, do we go for the positions that we can guarantee we're going to have a player for? Yeah, maybe. And that we work. Right, I was okay. going to say maybe go from the front three and midfield three to back. Okay, 
I've got Harry Kane as my striker. Yeah, he's got to, got to be in there, hasn't he? Golden boot winner. Because unfortunately for Greeny, Kiefer Moore is in the Premier League. Yeah, shite. <laughs> Who are you well, having up front? Because you can't have not, you can't have Vardy because for fun, he's, he's, he's not in mine. What? So the golden boot winner of the Premier League is not <laughs> no, in your team no, of the season. It's not, not in mine. No. Who is your striker in your team of the season? I've got I've got Ollie, Ollie Watkins. But you can't have him because you got Martinez. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant! Quality. You didn't get the rule of one player per club, did you, <laughs> mate? No. But if I don't have him, I've had. I've had Danny Ings if not. I've had Danny Ings up top. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's been his day, Jack. Is it? You can't have Martinez. He's a Villa. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll have Danny oh, I think Danny Ings over fucking Harry Kane oh, I do. sorry Harry Kane two against one you yeah, can't not, have the, you can't not have the golden boot winner in, in the team of the year I had this conversation yeah, last can't. year I swear we did Patrick Bamford at Leeds no. yeah Patrick Bamford no, be. Do, died off died scored, off scored more crap. goals than Ings and Watkins crap yeah okay Callum sorry. Wilson <laughs> Callum Wilson <laughs> God, we're, scraping, we're scraping the barrel. Okay. The top goal scorers for the Premier League. Top 10. Well, no, top 11, because they have to all fit in. We've got Kane at Spurs, Salah at Liverpool, Fernandes at United, Son at Spurs, Bamford at Leeds, Calvin Lewin at Everton, Vardy at Leicester, we can't have him because Fafana, Watkins at Villa, we can't have him because of Martinez, Lacazette, Gundawan, Callum Wilson, Danny Ings, Chris Wood, Kelechi Iheanacho. Can't have because of Fafana. Now, I've I've had a thought, and I didn't think of this. We could have Diaz as a centre back and have Fernandez in the midfield. Yeah, I think I was going to have Fernandez anyway. So, but I I do I must admit Kane has got to be in the side. Yeah, he's got to be. Kane. You can't. I personally, if we was. I, I, I had a 4 4 2, but it doesn't really matter. Well, my two strikers would have been Kane and Salah. Mm. Would have been my two up front. And then Fernandez was a shoe in. Um, see, I could... If we went to 4 4 2, we could appease the green one a little bit and have Ings and Kane up front. I'm not sure Ings is worthy of going up there. I'm just, I just. Well. 12, 12 goals and four assists in 29 appearances. Yeah, I mean... He was, I, he was getting a goal. Yeah. His goals I, I, per minute 90 was at 0.49. He was getting a, a goal, basically getting a goal every two games. Yeah, I just think the front two has to be the, the front two in the, in the golden boot, which is Kane and Salah. I don't think any of the Liverpool players have been worthy no. of, 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 of going in the team. So for me, it has to be Kane and Salah up front. Bruno, Bruno was a shoe in. Martinez sort of shoeing. They were sort of shoeing, I think, so far. But then, bearing in mind, Greeny as well, just so, just to sort of mm. confirm even why Harry Kane should be in it. He's, mm. He also set up fourteen goals as well as scored twenty three this season. Man, don't in, go off in... stats. Don't go off stats. <laughs> <laughs> just can't accept the fact that me and Jack are right, can you? <laughs> if I if I had to have a Liverpool player in there, yeah, I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to put Wijnaldum in there. 
Oh god. Why? Well, yeah, Mate, it, that's it's a course. Why would you not have scores? No, I, I, I still again. I don't think Salah might be second top goal scorer, but I just don't think he's been the same player this year. Yeah, but that's just because I don't understand how you can say that. He's literally came second yeah. in the Golden Boot. He's literally his, his goals have got Liverpool top four. Yeah, they might have done, but it's not just a one-man squad. You know what I mean? But that's what a team for me. Winyardum. Every time I've watched, every time I've watched Liverpool play, Winyardum's been class. How many times you watch Liverpool? And if you if you ask if you ask the fans, they'll tell you they're they're fuming that he's leaving to go to Barca. I just don't... He's, a, he's a fucking workhorse. He wouldn't be fucking playing if Henderson had fucking not been injured. Yeah, he would. He would be playing. They'll put him in there with him. He wouldn't. It'd be him and Fabinho. Nah. Ronaldo's barely played. He's been fucking injured as well, has he not, recently? No, he's been playing. I just don't fucking... I don't know. Well, OK, let's get Harry Kane in because it's one less position we have to worry about. And we will I think have... what we should do is put three teams up and let the fucking public vote. OK. Then, then I'll tell you boys how it's done. <laughs> well, considering you've had two players from the same club in your team, I don't think you can. Don't worry, mate. I can do a reshuffle. It's not, <laughs> not an issue. <laughs> well, okay. all right then. As this is now, as this has now caused more controversy than I genuinely thought it would do, <laughs> have you both got teams ready that you can share with us on this podcast? I've got. Yeah, go on. I would say I've got a full team. I've got some players. <laughs> Brilliant. Jack's back in tracks now. He's trying to ask the King Jacko all that time. He ain't even got a team. <laughs> I don't need to do any arsenal thing. Oh, I'm more than to be to fair, oh, Harry Kane, Harry Kane, Harry Kane. <laughs> He's just oh, a no. Kane scored again today to win the gold boot and he sent Leicester out of the Champions League. He can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. He's at Arsenal anyway, mate. I'm happy to disagree with some of them, but Harry Kane's a fucking right. turn. Jack, give, Jack, I'll give you your squad then, son. Right, OK. Well, I now need to fucking do it very quickly because I was hoping we could all agree on something for a fucking change. Well, we, we would do. If, but if Greeny keeps saying stupid things like Wijnaldum and fucking Danny Ings, then... No, no. No wrong with Danny Ings, mate. Well, there is when you got... Hey, I'm sure if you listen back on the podcast, you, you were fucking arse licking him fucking couple of weeks ago, mate. The same what? Make your mind up. What's it to be? What was I saying then? Is he shit? Is he shit or is he good? What was I saying? Well, listen back and you'll hear it, son. I'm not disputing that he's had a good season. I'm saying he has had a good season. I'm not saying he's shit. I'm just saying I think Salah deserves to be above him in the team of the season, and so does Kane. That's what yeah, I'm in saying. In your opinion, in your opinion, well, I'm sure in the majority of our opinion as well. But... No, no, you can't speak for everyone else, Jack. We put it out there for everyone else. <laughs> Next up, mate, you'll be saying fucking Wayne Rooney's manager of the year, mate. Well, I wouldn't because he's fucking nowhere near. <laughs> he's lucky to, he's oh, lucky to be still in a job. No, that's not happening. He's lucky to still be in a job. I'm the first to tell you that we've been absolutely fucking terrible this season. I reckon if you did a Twitter poll, who deserves to be in the team of the year, Ings or Salah, a lot of people would say Salah. No, they wouldn't. Get it on there then. Twitter poll, after extra time. I'll get it on there. You'll be surprised. I would not be surprised. You would. When when Ings smashes it up, mate. Then you might come on next week, Jack, and say, I, I want to change my mind and put Ings in. <laughs> you know, I would never change my mind. A month for Sunday is fucking Ings. 
Absolutely not. Ings and Salah. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Jack's, Jack's talking riddles again, Jacko. Sorry, mate. I apologise for him. <laughs> it's just your bullshit, mate, I think is the problem. <laughs> hey, we'll see what the crack is, mate, when that <laughs> team goes up. The fact that you'd rather have Ings over Bamford, even Bamford would be above. Um, no, Ings. Bamford's been off the boil. Not nowhere near better in, nowhere near better than Ings. <laughs> nowhere near. Nowhere near. I forgot nowhere. Ings. I put, put Jay Adams above fucking Patrick Bamford, mate. Oh, dear. I oh. would. Villa, Leicester, Man City, <laughs> Man United, Southampton, Everton, Liverpool, Leeds, Spurs. Ah, oh, I know what I'll put in it. I reckon I don't think I'm going to be able to get a team over the year. I'm going to have to. I'm going to end up uh, being eight. Right back is the only thing that is causing me issues. I'm going to have to chuck Kufal in there and then bin Suchek and put someone else, I think. You can, there's more centre midfielders than there is right backs, if that makes sense to pick from, I think. Oh, no, I've, no, I've missed. Ah, oh, you twat. No. I don't know who I'm going to put in. I'm fucking debating it earlier. Um, I don't know. Who knows? I'm still shaking my head in disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows. Right. The only player that I can't make my mind up is a right back. Purely for the fact that I can't have Castagna. I could put Alexander Arnold in, but I don't think he's been good enough this year. No, I ha- no, I will actually. Purely for the fact that I haven't got any of the Liverpool players in my side. Right, okay, this is my side. I've got mm. Martinez in goal, Alexander Arnold, Fafana, Diaz, and Shaw as my back four. I've got Ward Prowse, Decore, Mount as my midfield. I've got Salah, Harrison, and Kane as my front three. It's not bad. It's not bad. Bearing in mind, I wasn't going to put Ward Prowse in there until I found out that Ward Prowse, I think, he, I think he played every minute of today's game. If he did, he's played in every minute of every game in the Premier League for the last two seasons. Mm. Which, for me, is unheard of at the Premier League level. Because surely he would have been injured at one point. But the guy's just been a machine. So I've had to put him in. Decore, I know Everton went off the boil a bit at the end. I thought him and Alan in the in the middle of Everton's midfield was just superb at the start of the season. Um Mount it, if you couldn't have Diaz and Foden, you had to have Mount or Grealish or De Bruyne or Fernandez. I think Shaw's been outstanding at left back this year. It's been it's probably been the best season I've seen him play in a Man United shirt since he went to Man United. Fafana, I think, has been superb. And I'm genuinely gutted he went off injured today. And I think, had that not have happened, I think the result may have been different today. I really do. Diaz, the guys come in for the first season, they were... This is what amazed me about what Manchester City did this summer. 
they had no centre backs. Stone was poor. Company had gone. They were playing Fernandinho at the back and Otamendi, and it cost them the title. And I said this in a podcast earlier this season. They went out and got Aki, they got Diaz, and they bought someone in to help cover John Stones. Stones has been the best I've seen him play for a very long time, so much so that I want to see him in that England squad at the start of the Euros. And Diaz has supported him in such a brilliant role. So, if, as Jack said earlier, you want Diaz, you want De Bruyne, you want Foden, you want Gundogan, you want Aguero, not necessarily Aguero, but Sterling. All these sort of players deserve to be in the team of the season. Um, Jack Harrison, I think, has been fantastic for Leeds. I think he's been one of the better attacking threats that they've had, along with Rafinha on the right and Bamford. Um, I think Leeds have been outstanding this year. And, you know, I, I think... I agree with Jack. I think you have to have the top two goal scorers in that league in your side. Because Salah, I still think, is one of the best right-wingers we've got in this league. And Kane just scores and sets up for fun. The guy's got 37 goal contributions in 35 Premier League games. How you cannot have him in your side, I don't know. But that is my side. Um... Hopefully, that's given Jack enough time to get his team sorted out. And hopefully, it's given Greeny enough time to sort out his rules and the fact that you can only have a <laughs> <that> club. <laughs> so, I've done my team. Who wants to go next? You can let Jack go. Really big bollocks over there. Uh, there we go. I've got, I've got Danny Ings, uh, Ollie Watkins, and then I've got uh, Martinez. Martinez. Yeah, fuck off. Who have you got then? I'm going to break the rules a little bit. Oh, you can't break the rules. The rules are there for a reason. Oh, just, I can't do it. <laughs> we did it last season, though. Yeah, I don't understand how we can't do it this year. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I want. Martin, Go on then. I want Martinez in goal. Yeah. Kufal at right back. Yeah. Diaz. Yeah. Then me. Are you not going with Fafana then? Oh no, sorry. Fafana. Yeah, we'll go Fafana. Fafana. Fafana and Diaz centre half. Luke Shaw left back. Yeah. Uh, we'll go for for. Um, hang on. I want Bruno in midfield with Foden and De Bruyne. I know it's standard, but it's got. To be <laughs> It's got to be done. It's got Four to be Man done. City players and two United players. I was, okay. deba- I was debating putting Gundogan in as well because he's been fucking good. I, I'm genuinely amazed at what he's done in the Man, United, Man City show. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. So, And then I think we've got to have Kane, Salah, Salah. and then, I mean, another winger. I mean, you could probably maybe have Son. He's got 17 Premier League goals this season, maybe. Um, I think... At times, Sterling. Yes, yeah, I've dropped off a little bit at the end of this season. End of luck. Greenwood, Rashford. No, I don't know about Rashford or Greenwood. Richarlison. No, I don't know. I was debating Mares really because I think he's been a lot better this season. But yeah, I mean, you could have a number of people on on that winger spot. I think. Or well, you could have Grealish. You could have Harvey Barnes. I mean, you've, yeah. broke, you've broken the rules, so it doesn't I'll, matter for you, does it? I'll check Grealish in now. I think. Yeah, I think. I think he's got to go in there. I was debating Suchek in midfield as well because I think he's been... He's to been be fair, I've, I've been surprised by how well those two have done at West Ham, Kufal and Suchek. Yeah, they've been... They've, 
good, good trips to Ireland as well. They've been very yeah, especially good with Declan Rice in the midfield. I think him and Suchek have done really, really well. Yeah, and he scored goals as well, Suchek. Mm. He's been a threat going forward as well. But he's a big burly bastard and he's going to be a pain in the arse at corners and free kicks anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's done well. He's done a job, yeah. Sorry to break the rules, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's not good enough, mate. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'll come back next year and, and, and be better. Well, you won't know because you'll still have the same problem next year. The only problem <laughs> is we haven't had a right back that's been outstanding this year because last season we had Alexander Arnold. And I, I just need some of the some of the some of the the lower down teams to play better. Players to be better. <laughs> yeah, but they're lower down. That's why Man City fucking all their players are fantastic. <laughs> stop being so good. God, God damn it! Yeah, stop being so. Go on good. then. Go on then. Proverbial green one. Let's have a go. What have you got? What you want to hear it? Do you? Yeah, go on. I don't have uh, Well, I don't think we're prepared for it, but yeah, go for it. No, brace, brace yourselves. Yeah, God. Are you ready? Yeah. I like, I like to be controversial, so let's keep it that way. There's a right. shot. Patricio in goal with uh, Matty Cash, Fafana, Tarkovsky and Tierney is my back four. Yeah. I've then got Kante, and Fernandez as me middle two. Okay. Me me wide outlets. I've got Riyad and Son. Yeah. And me two up top is Danny Ings <laughs> and the man himself, Mister Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Why? I just think he's had an incredible season, mate. He's been out injured for how many seasons? <laughs> And he's done well for Brighton this year, mate. He was scoring a goal every four games. Neil Morpay had a better season than Danny Welbeck. Callum yeah, mate, Wilson, I'm just going off. Callum Wilson's had a better season than Danny Welbeck. Yeah, but I'm just going off him personally from no? the season he's had. So, so I'm going to drop drop him in there. Mine's put more personal player than a Go team. On team if that makes sense what one um one mention i didn't think i should I, I should have put in but i didn't matthias Pereira from west brom 11 goals and six assists this season yeah that's a good return to me he's one of those uh, wilfred zaha i was more surprised that 11, 11 goals and two assists this season yeah compared to the we got last year i think he's had a better season than he did last year yeah. his, his numbers have been a lot better even christian benteke got 10 goals for palace this season yeah, he finished the season really strongly. Yeah, I think he was injured today, but yeah, he... probably the best return I think he's had for many a year. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if he, if you if Paris can get a half decent manager in and, and maybe even add to some of the players they've got, I think they could they could have at least. Well, I, I think a change in system is needed because you've got Eze, Townsend, and Zaha that could play behind a striker. Yeah, and I if think... they can. I think that I think that's the way they need to go. Yes, Hodgson's played a four-four-two. He's played it defensively, hit them on the counter. I just think if they were to sit and have Riedervald and Milivojevic in the middle, in front of a back four, and have Zaha, Townsend, and Ezzi behind Benteke, I think Palace would probably do a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I think you've seen it from the last couple of weeks as well. Just feed Benteke in the box, and he'll. he'll... Heading wise, he's one of, if not the best striking mm. striker who can head a ball in the league. I, I mean, 
aerially, he's phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, you've got a tricky midfield three. I thought Eze had a good season, to be fair. Um, yeah. so I think it's his first season, was it, in the Premier? Yeah, it was, yeah. And he, he didn't look out of depth at all. So. Well, you, you and I both know from watching him at Pet QPR for the last few seasons how well he's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. he's doing shoulders well in the championship. But he didn't, he didn't look, you know, sometimes players struggle to make the step up, but I think he didn't look out of place at all. So, um, last, last little bit that we'll do before we finish for the day is I'm after hearing Greeny and his trollop that he talks, I'm a bit tired now. Um, let's, as the football season is almost finished in the EFL, let's take a moment just to have our best sort of moments of the season, whether it's, um, a tribute or a goal or a moment or something that you've genuinely sat there and gone, I'm so glad I watched it. If we can. Yeah, I think one that obviously stands out, I know it's recent as well, is Alison's header was, it was pretty, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Aguero scoring two today was a nice little touch. Um, I'm just trying to think. <coughs> I remember what's happened in the season as well. Have you got any moments, Greeny, that you can think of? Mm. Mate, there's, there's too many. I think this season's been up and down, hasn't it? Um, well, surely the highlight for mate, you must been... be less than winning the cup. Well, yeah, that's the main one, mate. But there's been loads of stuff what's happened... I mean, you listen over the pods over and over, mate. We've we've talked about everything, haven't we, really? So uh, it's been a class season. Yeah. Um, one of the big ones was when Villa beat Liverpool seven two early on in the season. Yeah. Watkins um, got a hat trick. Yeah, that was a, a moment that went. It was like shit. The Premier League champ, well, the champions that were at the time have been, been absolutely smashed. It was like what and. And stuff, but yeah, I, I think another moment. I know it's obviously just happened recently. Is, is the fans being back? Yeah, I, I'm just yeah, looking. Yeah. I'm looking forward personally myself at some point to get back into Pride Park. Well, a, a bit of news that neither of you will really care about. But my <laughs> old my old man got his season ticket the other week. Um, he was able to do it over the phone, which was great, and he's genuinely so proud that he's able to get get back. And he turned around and said. Um, yeah, yours is done as well. And he'd gone and paid for me to have my season ticket. So I'll get to go and watch Millwall next season, which is... I'm sure you're chuffed about it. As well. uh, it's, it's one of those things, you know, me and my dad have been going since I was eight. I've had so many wonderful memories of being able to watch football. And for me, as, as you've mentioned, the, the fans being back this week has genuinely been brilliant. Regardless of the booing when you're taking a knee or whatever message that they're doing politically these players can I think the fact the fans have been back the, the, the one the one moment for me that I think it stood out more than most was the roar that the crowd gave when Tielemans scored that goal because for me personally it was a sort of a a watershed moment to the fact that as impatient as a lot of people have been with everything that's gone on for the last sort of 14, 15 months, we're almost there and we can go back to some form of normality watching the football. I know we can go and watch non-league and it's great that Wembley will host the non-league day and, and people have been able to go and watch the likes of Harbour Town and Uppingham and, and all these other teams and Sutton today being crowned champions of the Banarama National League. But for me, it was seeing that, that goal go in and the roar that it made from behind the stands 
It wasn't fake. It wasn't re- pre-recorded. It wasn't an audio that was provided by FIFA or whatever. It was genuine emotion for a moment that people will not forget when they've seen it live. And for, uh, for me, that is probably my most outstanding moment of the season, is just realising that we're almost there and we can go, go back to some form of normality with it all. So, yeah, that, I think, for me, is, is the shining light of the season. Um, it's also been funny to take the piss out of Greeny. Um, <laughs> that never gets old. Um, it, you know, the, the fact that Greeny, I know you probably wouldn't have made a note, mate, but we are three weeks away from being doing this for a year now. Yeah, not bad, mate, is it? Yeah, 20th of June was the first first episode that this pod came out for. Go on, boys. Well, maybe uh, we'll have to re- relive the first pod and put it up here on the, one of our pages, Facebook oh, or something. It's four weeks away. Four weeks away. Yeah. And I, I think if we can try and edit it, I want us to see if we can try yeah. and get an edit of sort of moments from the podcast that we've had throughout the seasons or throughout the, the, the weeks that we've been doing it for our first year. I think that would be good. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely, mate. That would be good, good I'm stuff. I'm not sure it? how we're going to go about that, but we'll have to work it out. I think we. Uh, I'll have to go back, but I think we've got about ten different episodes for the first one, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's all been good fun, eh? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's it for another week. Um, I've got to write, find my scripts now. So I'm waffling. I was getting slightly emotional. Um, what do we what do we reckon then? Who's going to go up? Sorry, who's going to go down from the Premier League next season, and who do you think will get promoted, Greeny? Next season, who will go down? Yeah. Ooh. It's a, it's a kind of toughie, mate. I think going off this, I'll probably say going down. You're looking at Burnley, Brighton, yeah. and I'm going to have to say, mate. Wolves might go down. Okay. What about you, Jack? What do you think? Um, Norwich. Yeah. Um, I think Wolves, yeah, I think Green's... don't know if they'll go down, but I think they'll be round now the way they're going at the minute. And I'm going to go... Brighton. Uh, right. So we've got Norwich and Watford that went up automatically. And then one of either Swansea or Brentford. Um, I think Burnley. I think Norwich. Um, I could see Newcastle again. If they don't invest properly, I can see Newcastle being down there. Potentially Brighton, potentially Southampton. Um, I could see one of those two as well. Yeah, that's all I can think of at the minute. Um, who do we think is going to win it? Man City, Manchester United, Liverpool, or Chelsea? Man United. Uh, mm. No, no, no. Man City. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. Hey, Jacko, you got to take his first answer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester City will win it. Oh. Brainy, I can't, mate, because, you know, you've been changing your fucking tune each week, so I don't think there's makes difference. Jesus, that was nearly a cock Who's going to win it? Who's going to win it, do you reckon? Next season, mate, going to win it is Man United. Oh, you are going with Man United? 
I am, mate. When they signed Harry Kane, mate, you boys will shit yourself. So, you've got Arsenal in United. Oh, I'll be yeah. honest, mate. I, I can't see him going anywhere but Man City. And you need to get your head out mate, of your ass. He's definitely going United, hundred percent. He's been out. He's been fucking out with Gary Neville. Oh, that means... Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate. They've yeah, been golfing together, mate. Oh, hold gone. on, hold on. Harry Kane said in this statement a couple of years ago that Millwall was the club that made him. So all of a sudden he's going to Millwall. No, he's going Man United, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah, of course he is. Uh, then we'll see you boys arse licking United for a change. Mm. <laughs> No, we'll be arse licking Harry Kane because he'll win the gold boot again. But it's all right, Greeny, because stats don't matter. <laughs> so anyway, before we get to retorting, this podcast is now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first dedicated sports podcast network. Find the next show you'll love or join the team at www.sport-social.co.uk. And that is it from us this week. Um, it's been a bit of an emotional one. Purely for the fact that I've been loving it that Lester have bottled again. I have been your host, Jacko. Alongside me is the, the Lester one, Greeny. Say goodbye. Cheers, mate. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and the Derby one himself, that Jack. Say goodbye. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.